Hello, everybody. This episode of the Juice Box Podcast is sponsored by Omnipod and Dexcom. Dexcom, of course, makers of the G6 Continuous Glucose Monitor, and Omnipod makes a tubeless insulin pump that I think is second to none. If you'd like to try a free, no-obligation demo of the Omnipod, you can do that today, very simply, by going to myomnipod.com forward slash juicebox. And if you want to learn more about the Dexcom G6 Continuous Glucose Monitor, Dexcom.com forward slash juice box. You're listening to episode 357 of the Juice Box Podcast. It's going to be called Smile and Wave. In this episode, I'll be speaking with Katie. She's got like 400 kids or something like that. And one of them has type 1 diabetes. Katie came on today to talk about what it was like to go from MDI to a pump and uh, some of the things that she experienced along the way. This episode becomes very giddy. Um, I very much like Katie and I, and I like chatting with her. Um, turns out that I've spoken to her before and really didn't remember before we recorded this. So that was a little embarrassing. As you're listening if you'll do me the favor of remembering that nothing you hear on the Juice Box podcast should be considered advice, medical or otherwise. And please, of course, always consult a physician before making any changes to your healthcare plan or becoming bold with insulin. I would appreciate that if you, you know, would remember that. All right, let's jump right in. Katie is really delightful. I quite enjoyed talking to her. My name is Katie, and I have four children, and they are 14, 13, 11, and then four, and she is our type one. The four-year-old. The four-year-old. Mm-hmm. Now, when you thought to come on, you were like, right away, I'm going to get made fun of for having four kids. Did, was that Yes. The, yeah. Yes. And that's why I'm not going to do it, because it seems like that's the way I would go. Yeah. Uh, and <laughs> but, but my God, let me just ask this then. Uh, all with the same dad? Yes, all with the same dad. So then the four-year-old was a, I don't like to say this, where it's going to be recorded, but after a dinner with a couple of drinks on a Friday night and something <laughs> like that kind of a situation? I guess. We had, well, we have the older three that are very close in age, and then somewhere in the in between the, the, the 11-year-old and the four-year-old, almost five, um, we did have two foster children that we had for a little while, and then they were place with an aunt and so that middle area was filled with with for, other kids for a too. and now you need yes. to get somebody back on your team because those, I, I guess so yeah those other three are going to overpower you pretty wow you have are the older three all do you have four girls no, no uh the second one is a boy but yes three girls one boy oh yeah oh that's gonna yeah. be terrible i'm so sorry yeah. I, I hope that doesn't sound sexist at all but that's gonna be horrible um, yeah yeah, it yeah, is. yeah yeah oh sure <laughs> Oh, sure. Oh, geez. For like, probably, I'm guessing, a span of, like, where does it start? Right around 13? It. Where does it start? Where do they, yes. where do they start coming at you like demons? Uh, around 13 probably doesn't really end till you got to think maybe 
right at the end Ever. of high school, college, and then they probably picks up again in their early twenties and then in their late thirties. And yeah, and it's, oh, no. gonna, yeah. it's gonna keep on coming. And the younger one was a girl too. Yes, she's a girl. Yeah, the little one. You people are not good at like stacking the deck in your favor. I can say that. No, uh, no, and she's a handful. <laughs> so. That's such a polite parenting word. Like, I would love to be with you somewhere quietly, privately, where I said, you, yeah, tell me about that kid. You used a different adjective. <laughs> yes. Not handful. Scott, I think she's trying to kill us. <laughs> so. Yes. All right. So listen. Um, it, it, so we're not going to just – it's not that those first three children aren't important, but we're going to skip right over them like they don't exist and go right to the four almost I'm five. sure that's how they feel. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so why don't we start with that, right? Um your when your youngest is born, um, how long until she was diagnosed? What age? Uh, she was diagnosed at three, like just turned three. So are you coming up on two years? We are about well, about a year and a half in, a little over. Do you think? Do you think the other three? Now you had you had foster kids, so maybe this is a similar thing. I'm now in my mind equating foster children to diabetes, only because it's like an extra thing to do. That draws that draws attention away from other children. I guess that's yes. the way I was thinking about it, right? And so uh, now, like, I'm going to get a note from every person who's ever had a fault. They're going to be like, they're not. And, but anyway, you know what I mean. It's another thing to think about that, yes. that takes attention away from your other kids. Do you see that with the other three? How do they feel about it as near as you can tell? Um, I do. They don't say much, but I do think, I think especially with, with our youngest of the group of three, mm-hmm. that it, it, they feel a little bit of that, that we're constantly, well, seems constantly dealing with the younger one. Um, and they are a little left, left out, left behind. Do you think that would happen anyway without the diabetes though? Probably. Yeah. Like, isn't that just sort of like a human feeling? Yes. Like I want my parents' attention. I want it undivided. Um, you know, it, nobody else counts, even my siblings, that sort of thing. And yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And I, this little one that came along. Yeah. Right. It, yeah. Years later. And then you're just like, oh, I didn't even think mom and dad had sex. Like, what is this? <laughs> and, and, yeah, and you probably were at that age where they were probably looking at you like, that's oh, a nice people that bring the food into the house. You right. Know? And, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. I really do feel like that, that, you know, it's easy to point at the diabetes and say, oh, somebody's upset because we're we are paying more attention to that. But, you know, I don't know. I never heard it too much from my son. But he would like, you know, once in a while do or say something that made you feel that way. And yet it's possible that I have spent more weekends, like full solid weekends, 24 hours a day with my son than most people who don't have kids who are running around playing sports like that do. Right. He and I have had a ton of personal quality time together. And yet still once in a while, it's like, oh, it's always ardent. And I was like, really? Right. Like, how are you? Yeah, out of your mind, I'm broke because of this baseball thing. Like, how could that be possible? Uh, right. Yeah, like, yeah like, our our older ones play, especially our older two are real involved. We have a travel baseball for my son and then club soccer for my oldest. And it's it's never stopped them from doing anything that yeah. that they were doing or wanted to do. Right. So so I think, I think the moral of the story maybe is that kids just, you know, kind of rightfully so want the attention of their parents. Right. Yeah. It doesn't really matter what's taking it away. It all feels uh, completely criminal that it's happening. Um, yeah. But do you do, is it in your mind? Do you try to not let it slide one way or the other, or do you just do what you need to do with the diabetes? We don't think about it. I, I don't, we just 
do what we need to do. Yeah, I feel like that's what we do too. Like I, I think a lot of those things you spend your time worrying about, and then you just look. You look super like suspect. That's a kid's word, right? Suspect. Yeah. You look suspect. While you're, why? Why did I say that? There were a lot of girls in my house last night. I must have heard that word at some point. Uh, <laughs> but anyway, you look you look inauthentic. I think when you're trying to put attention in a place, right? You know what I mean? Like everybody's got like a an aunt or a grandparent who you know like really doesn't like you that much, but they turn it on when they see you, and you're just like, this lady is playing the part of aunt that likes me. Why is this right. happening? <laughs> Lot, lot of, lot of thirty-year-olds laughing right now, going, "Oh, I don't like my niece at all, and I do pretend to like her when I see her." Um, <laughs> anyway, it's fine that you don't like her; she's probably nasty. Anyway, <laughs> when those boys are dirty and they smell weird, if it's a nephew, and yeah, I don't understand. Okay, so here's why this one's going to be fun, uh, Katie. It's okay. Be- it's because I don't remember why you're coming on. <laughs> I don't either. <laughs> <laughs> well, then why? <laughs> what? <laughs> Why don't we look then and see if we can't figure it out everyone together? There must have been a good reason, right? Okay. I don't know. You don't know. Yeah. Okay. So <laughs> at this point, I don't think it's any of surprise to people that, you know, correspondence comes to me through email, through Facebook Messenger, through, through Instagram Messenger, and I'm not great at keeping track of all of it, right? So, right. And it's easier if you email me because then I can just search you out and like, look, but also when I yeah. when we get notes, I don't think much of it. Like I'm just like, oh, this is cool. This person looks like they'd be good on the podcast and in. And by the way, I've looked at people who I've thought, I don't know if they're going to be good or not. And I think, yeah, let's try it and see what happens. Right. I've never turned anyone down. Um, but I'm now seeing a note from you back to February of 2019 on Facebook. Love the show. Helpful parents, new parents. Oh, maybe this was it. But I just left the endo's office, and I'm so frustrated and confused right now. Okay, I think this is going to be it, because this happens to a lot of people, and your note was uh, coherent. So I thought, okay. So I thought, let me force this person into being on the podcast and explaining the situation. So when you sent me that note back there, do you remember that time? Uh, yes, I think so. Okay. Do you need me to remind you of what was happening to you back then? I could do that, right? You said, February. You said my, yeah. my daughter was diagnosed about nine months ago at almost four years old. She's four and a half now. We got a Dexcom two months after diagnosis, and we've been on MDI. Our last two A1Cs were 5.3 and 5.1. We've used our own research, like books and the internet, and groups and everything, listening to all your podcasts to get from 14 and a half at diagnosis to nine a month later, 9.1 a month later, then to 5.3 and 5.1 after that. The question and my frustration is, we recently got the Omnipod, and we just walked out of the Endo's office to start the sailing trial, and I'm totally unsure about how I feel about it. Ah. Because oh, when we started, yes. Because they wanted you to set a target that was much higher than what you were accustomed to with MDI. Right. Yeah, set everything much higher than we <laughs> Yes. <laughs> and so you said, sh- this is great, you should, uh, should I find a new Endo or go rogue? <laughs> <laughs> I don't well, like, we did not find a new window. Okay. Well, I don't like naming the episode so early on, but Go, go Rogue <laughs> is a strong contender. Uh, that is what we did, yes. Good for you. So I, that is what I wanted to hear about, and here's why. In all seriousness, seriousness, not that I wasn't serious, that I forgot why you were coming on, but now that I've refreshed my mind, this is a huge problem for people. Um, yeah. You start an insulin pump, and tell me a little bit about what they what they set you up for and and how that all went. Um. We, we were MDI for, for a while. It took us a while to get, we lived in Texas and then we moved to Ohio, it, like 
maybe three or four months after she was diagnosed. And so by the time we even got into a new endo um, and, and got going with the pump, it was, it was a while. And so we had figured out MDI really well and we were getting, you know, A1C 5.2, 5.1 with, with MDI 5.3. Yeah. And so it had been so long, but I knew, I knew we wanted the pump and what that would help us with. So we went in and, I guess we had like a, a CDE that came in and, and looked at everything and started talking about how we would, would go about this. And I just had a bad feeling, bad feeling right then. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and just saying how we couldn't, things we couldn't do or what we couldn't continue with or, or how things were not going to go. It just telling us, and it was kind of a, well, yes, we can like in our, opinions right. um so we we went in for the sailing trial and she walked through all the settings and and how we were going to start and that she you know be prepared she's going to run a lot higher than you're used to giving us that that speech and we came home and like i i'm like for how long you know is it a day two weeks a year what are we mm-hmm. she's gonna run high for how long and uh it just just really didn't set well but so that's when i i you know we did what we just listened through podcasts. We read everything we could read and we went back, I guess it was, we did sailing for like six days or something. Mm-hmm. Went back for the real insulin start, nodded our way through the, she set the, the Omnipod how she wanted it. We said, yes. Okay, great. And I don't think we even got to the parking lot before I <laughs> took that thing and had adjusted all the settings. Hey, back give then. me this. That's down, yeah, yeah. this lower, that higher. <laughs> what was this guy thinking? Um, uh, I, I right. hear you. And I still, we, we change things all the time, but of course, but yeah, <laughs> Katie, I apologize for a second. I have to walk down the hall and push a button on Arden's phone. She's sleeping and I'll be right back. Oh, okay. I, 45 seconds. You entertain the people any way you feel like is good. <laughs> okay. If you feel like you want to sing, just go nuts. No, no. I don't want to disappoint anybody, but Katie completely chickened out and sat in total silence until I got back. That silence will give us time to talk about the Dexcom G6 Continuous Glucose Monitor. My daughter's been wearing a Dexcom for many generations now, and the G6 is by far our favorite. No finger sticks, no calibration, it's lovely. And it gives you the information that you need to make great decisions about your insulin. What's your blood sugar? Which direction is it moving in? And how fast Is it moving in that direction? Mm Mm-hmm. I know you're excited. That's crazy, right? The Dexcom is at the core of how we manage our daughter's type 1 diabetes, and I think you would find it to be incredibly impactful in your life. Some of the really exciting parts of Dexcom have to be experienced, and you can read more about them at dexcom.com forward slash juicebox, but the one that I think is going to tickle your fancy is that you can share your blood sugar or a child's blood sugar or a friend's or a sister's or a neighbor's with up to 10 followers. You can do that with Android or iPhone. So just imagine that your friend goes on a trip to Madagascar and you're here in uh, wherever you live. Where do you live? Wisconsin. Let's say you live in Wisconsin and your friend says, hey, check out my blood sugar. You know, if it gets too low, would you throw me a text or call me or something like that? I'll be in Madagascar. No problem. You can do that. Isn't that crazy? 
So no matter where you are, at school, off on a trip, down the block, at a friend's house, actually, you're going to hear Katie talk about how she handles it later with her daughter, and I love her system, so you'll, you'll, you'll hear more about that. Anyway, Dexcom. You got to check it out. Dexcom.com forward slash juicebox. It's the bee's knees. Omnipod is excited. They want to. They're sitting around clamoring right now. They're sitting at Omnipod right now waiting for you to go to myomnipod.com forward slash juice box. Because when you go there and you tell them, hey, hi, Omnipod, you'll type with your fingers. You don't really have to say any of this. You just fill out a little form. But it's, you know, basically here's what you're saying. Please send me a free no obligation demo of the Omnipod so I can try it on and wear it. Or, you know, put it on my kid, see what they think. Go for a swim with it, jog around the block, roll in the hay. I don't know what you do. But I think no matter what you're going to do, trying on the Omnipod in real life situations is going to give you a great feeling for whether or not you'd like to move forward with it as your insulin pump. MyOmnipod.com forward slash juice box. Get that free no obligation demo today. No obligation means if you get it and you don't like it, no harm, no foul. Nobody cares. You're all good. They don't bug you afterwards. And if you want it, you just say, hey, I'd love to keep going with this. I love the demo. Send me a real Omnipod. There are links at juiceboxpodcast.com and right there in your podcast player to all of the sponsors. Please support the podcast. Click on those links. We're going to get right back to Katie in just a moment. Really dig in and get going. But before we do please allow me to remind you about diabetesprotip.com. It's where all of the Diabetes Pro Tip episodes from the podcast are housed in one place in case you need to more simply revisit them or share them with someone else. Sometimes it's hard to tell somebody, you know, get your podcast app, download, find this episode. Diabetesprotip.com. No S. Pro Tip. All right, here comes Katie. My apologies. Did you uh, oh, that's recite the, the preamble of the Constitution or anything? No, like that? but that, that would have been a good idea. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't mean, I just do that so that when I go back and edit, I can amuse myself with what you did uh, or, or didn't do. Like, well, she just sat perfectly quiet. Um, I So Arden is, there are three days here of school she has off, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Oh. The teachers call it professional development. I think they all go to like Atlantic City and drink. I'm not 100% certain. but No, we sit there in meetings. <laughs> Oh, so you know these things because you're yes. a teacher. Ah, all right. I was, yeah. You are a teacher. You, and so professional developments this week. And she's Ugh. been she's been really tired the last week. She's like a lot of testing and things going on. So she's like, I'm going to sleep in as much as I can. I was like, right on. And okay. I thought I was doing a good job of holding her up. And then all of a sudden, about 10 minutes before we got on, she went from like 70 to like 66. And I was like, this is moving a little quickly. So yeah. I, I gave her a little juice and I tempted her way back. Because I didn't want it to, I didn't want to miss, you know what I mean? Because you and I, right. you and I were talking. So now I have like a 102 diagonal up and I got I had to turn all the temp stuff back. Oh. So I, I just had to do that. I apologize. Um, That's okay. Anyway, thank you. Okay. So you had a situation that I think most people go through and diagnosing why it happens. We can kind of all guess, you know, and it's probably not that important. Like why... Does your doctor do that? Like, tell, like, like, because this person came right out and said, Hey, listen, you're going to be higher than you expect. 
mm-hmm. that, that wasn't just because of, you know, what you were used to, your 5.1 and your 5.3 and all that stuff. That was because they were like, I'm going to push your settings up and I'm not going to give you as much insulin as, as, as she needs. Right. Um, and it's so that you can figure the whole thing out. Like, I think I understand that premise, but I don't understand not saying to somebody, hey, look, we're going to take this thing here, you know, where you used to be at, I don't know, you were getting the equivalent of a, you know, a half a unit an hour for basil, but I'm going to knock it back down to a quarter. But in an hour or two after you get home, if she's high, why don't you move it up to like 0.35 and then wait a couple hours and then if she's still high, go to and then get back to where you think you need to be. It's right. Like, we'll set it here and then you'll come back in a quarter of a year and we'll look at it again. Right. That's senseless. Exactly. Absolutely senseless. And you were struck by it harshly enough that you were just like, I'm not doing that. But do you have any idea how many people walk out there into that parking lot, feel that hard that you feel, and then just go along with it? Um, yeah. We ugh, we had just – I feel like we worked too hard to, to get where we were and, and to just – be getting something we were excited about that we wanted to, that was going to help even more. And Katie's like, to let we just, took, no. we just took this hill. I'm not walking back down it voluntarily. Right. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to stand up here with my flag and keep you off of my hill. And and it just really is. I think it's kind of, it's suspect Katie <laughs> that, yeah. that, it, that the doctor would do that, that they would, t- because um, did you make any noise in the room at all? Like, but we don't want to do that? Or, or what was that feeling like right there? I did the first time. So we went in, I don't know how many meetings of this before they actually give gave us a pump with insulin. But one of the first times I did kind of say, no, we're, why? I, you know, I, I asked why and told them we weren't going to do that. And basically around around ended up just, again, nodding your head and saying, okay, you're right. Yes, I understand. And left. And then just do what you want to do when you when you leave. Do you think that's what they want from you? Do you think they want to say, "Look, I told them how to be, you know, quote unquote safe." And if they safe, change right. it's on them. Like do you think they It has to be. I cannot imagine why they would set these things like you said to give a kid less insulin than they're currently using. Mm-hmm. It, it has to just be cover their I don't want to out where you live, but if I'm right, you're near one of the better children's hospitals in the country. Is that where you're going for your care? No, we, no. Uh, well, we were in Houston, uh, in Texas. We used Texas Children's when we were diagnosed and then we moved, we're in Ohio now and we do not use a, a children's hospital. We just use a practice, gotcha. a pediatric endo practice. Yeah. I'm right about that children's hospital in Ohio, right? It's, yes. It's one of the better ones. Uh, or yes. thought of really well. Okay. Okay. Why do you not use that versus the one you're using? It's just really close to our house. <laughs> So we don't, we don't have to drive and park and all that. So, uh, and I really like the, the, the endo she's, once we got over that, she's been really, really supportive since then. So cool. Yeah. Well, and I think that's the next problem is that you also can't become adversarial then with them. Like you, you, you don't want to start this process where you are now fighting with the endo or you think of them as somebody who doesn't have your best interest at art. You really do have to kind of, it's unfair, but you, right. have, you have to see their side of it too. And we, you know, we smile and nod when we're there. Um, now we don't have to. I was nervous when we went back yep. the first appointment after being on the pump to show her my, to give her the PDM to see all the stuff we had changed, um, if how she would react to that. But her numbers were so good that she didn't, she didn't say anything. 
Do you do you prep everybody before you go in the room? Do you do you hit them with the the Madagascar penguin thing? You like you just smile and wave, boys. Yep. Just like everybody, yep. <laughs> just, just nod and smile. I wonder how much of life is being wasted by one person telling another person what to do when the other person has pre-planned to ignore them. Like, must be so much of our waking like human hours are wasted on like oh today I'm going to explain this to a a lucky young man who's going to benefit from my wisdom and and, right. that, and that young man is my son who I've just told look if they try to change your swing just go like oh hey, hey don't worry it's great. Th- yep. thank you <laughs> I can't believe I have the benefit of your beautiful and, and then just walk away um, and you're doing it in the endo's office my wife is clearly doing it around our house <laughs> I don't think she agrees with me about anything. She's just like, oh, Scott, that's such a good idea. You, uh-huh, should, you should share that with those people on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, um, the, we were talking about, I'm heading out kind of on the, it's the talking, you know, it's talking time of year for diabetes. Like there's this yeah. condensed couple of months where I'll jump like from city to city and do this stuff. And, and I said to her, I'm like, I'd like to have something when I'm talking, because people are trying to write, like, I wish I could bring like pads of paper with us that also maybe had information at the bottom about how to like subscribe to the podcast. Like, it seems like a good idea. And then I looked into it and pads of paper were expensive. And I was like, oh, I can't do that. And so we're looking through and I was like, oh, here's a good idea. Like I can get this eight and a half by 11. Like it's like from a printing company. They're incredibly inexpensive. And maybe I could set them up like worksheets for the talk where you could take notes on them and stuff like that. And I said, I think that would be a good idea. What do you think? And she says, do you think people would take that home? And I'm like, you don't like me at all, do you? Like, <laughs> like you would, I said to her, I'm like, you would never come out and hear me speak, right? And she goes, oh, no, I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> Having said that, she's seen me do it before. And she seemed like she was, unless she was just smiling and, oh, my God, Katie. <laughs> <laughs> smiling on. <laughs> anyway. Um I actually am I'm kind of going over that fertile soil because I think it is it's an actual it's a diabetes tool. It yeah. it really is. For your own sanity, you really do have to be able to like look through them and go, okay, what you're saying right now does not apply to us. And so I'm going to just I'm going to let you feel good about this and then I'm going to go home and I'm going to I'm going to you know try to diagnose this on my own because your doctor really is giving you it's boy, it's boilerplate advice, right? Like, because I'm looking at the rest of your note here. You said, uh, you said they want to set our target at 150 uh, in a range from 100 to 200, and we're not supposed to correct until 300. And I don't know if I should just send it back and forget it. Wow, look at that. At that time, you were like considering not pumping because of yes, that. definitely. Wow, that's something. Um, and I'm assuming that there's an endo listening right now who's like, yeah, yeah, that's so we can make sure you understand the pump and everything. The pump, pump. What was that? The pump and everything. <laughs> Did my lips get stuck together? Uh, but I think that you had a perspective that most people don't come in with. Like you came in with all of your research and the podcasts and all those things. You don't, yes. you don't, you didn't need somebody to dumb it down and to push it to the other side of the safety zone so that nothing would go wrong. I, I find this, I find this reminiscent of when people say to me, Hey, what's wrong with my graph? And I'm like, oh, you don't have enough basil. And they mm-hmm. and they say, but I can't turn my insulin up. I'm always getting low. And I'm like, yeah, but you're getting low because your basil's not doing its job. And then you're kind of putting in too much insulin to try to overcome the food. And then it all kind of like pulls up at once and drops you low. Like, if, believe it or not, if you had more basil, you'd use less meal insulin. And right. you wouldn't get low later. But that's a weird 
thought leap to make. You know, because if you're getting low, why would you put in more? And that's not always the situation. Like everybody who, like, that's not just an easy fix, but it's a good example. And I wonder if this isn't the same thing. Like people end up messing up, but it's not because of where their settings are. It's because of how they use the insulin, I think. Right. Yeah. Did you, so did you have any trouble switching to a pump after you decided to do it the way you wanted to? No, it's been great. We love it. Our ANC has gone down. So, and everybody, Katie's been on the show today. We really want to appreciate it. She's done now because she's she told the whole story in a sense. Katie, you're yes. you, there's you're not storytelling here at all. You're just like, no, it's great, thank you. Um, it sucked. <laughs> I don't remember. <laughs> no, well, we went we went home and and I like I said I was in the car. We got to the car. I fixed it. Um, I mean, we've had we've had to go in and play with it more and more, but we've learned. I think listening to your your podcast, all the different tricks and, and reading and with our timing and with our basils, um, we've been able to really, really get things to where, where we want them. So like I said, our, we've actually improved on our, our time and range, our standard DV, everything. So well, that's really great. It's been great. Yes. I think how, that- I don't know. It's a bunch of trial and error. Uh- <laughs> how we do it and there's nothing wrong with that and it's funny it's because people don't have success because that's the exact thing that you need to do and it's the exact thing that they tell you not to do they're like here go home don't touch this come back in march and we'll look at it again right and and that's the 100 percent the backwards way no when we when we were diagnosed um and we left the hospital i remember getting the the basic what everybody gets advice um, she ran really high and we'd call in those numbers and 200 to 250, 300. And they're like, Oh, it looks great. <laughs> and you're like, no, I don't, <laughs> but feel, I don't feel like it is. But I, okay. I don't think so. Right. <laughs> but, um, but I remember the, our CD in the hospital, she did say one of the things she, she, they were teaching was you should give insulin and wait before eating food. Um, so that pre-bolus idea was there. Mm-hmm. Which were like, okay, give insulin, wait fifteen minutes, and eat. And I, I want to say the first week or second week, we we're out of the hospital. We had gone out to eat, and I can't remember it was mac and cheese or pizza, something like that, that she was going to eat. And so I gave the insulin. We waited fifteen minutes, twenty minutes, and that was the first time we had a serious low because we had no idea that you can't necessarily pre-bolus all foods at the same time. Right, right. Or, or that that macaroni and cheese would then go in and not really impact her right away while the, exactly. while the insulin was still working so quickly. And it, I mean, we were in the car driving home and I, I want to say she was low 30s, high 20s when I checked her finger. Mm-hmm. And, and I'm thinking, what, you know, what happened? <laughs> I don't understand. I did what they said. But, but that was the, the turning point for us where we're like, well, we need to you gave us enough information. They, I think they feel like to not kill you, but in a way, that's what. That's what you're like, really? hey, sweetie, we're going to have to get one of those foster kids back, I think. Because yeah. like... <laughs> you, you gave us enough information to just be dangerous. So well, we had to really. Yeah, right. Because that, that generalized, look, your pre-bowl is 15 minutes before. You have to get some, isn't, it's not the whole idea. And No. And so they gave you. You know, we talk about this all the time. Like they gave you the first sentence, but not the rest of the explanation. And now there's going to be some CD out there who's thinking like, now that's why we don't tell anybody. But that can't be the answer either. You, you know, no. like, you, you, the answer can't be all or nothing. 
Right. You know, and if you don't know enough about pre-bolusing to explain it to somebody, then don't. But if but don't tell them it doesn't exist. Say, look, there's this idea that I don't completely understand that we should all look into together and try to make better. Like, look, it's just like anything else. If I was an auto mechanic and I didn't know how to change a fuel pump and I took your car in and you were like, hey, my fuel pump's bad. And I was like, yeah, that's cool. Give it to me. I'll fix it. <laughs> like, that's, right. that's wrong. Okay. Like, so you can't – if you're a CDE who's really good at 95% of the stuff you do and you don't understand 5% of it and it's important to other people, well, figure it out and then – so that you can speak to people well about right. it. Right. And they go over carb counting and all of that. It, just mentioning glycemic index at that point would probably be helpful. Tiny bit helpful. Yeah. Or, right. Or, and explain it in a way. And you know what, too? I think I think that Jenny being on the show is incredibly valuable because Jenny, yes. Jenny is a CD and she does take those big ideas. And I, I'm going to tell you right now that those episodes are not scripted. And they're not even they're not even laid out in like bullet point form. Like I tell her, she logs on, she's just gotten off the phone with somebody else, and I say, Hey Jenny, today let's do this topic. And she goes, Okay. And I can watch her clear her face and then I start talking to give her time to settle into it. And then she, then I ask her a question, and she begins to answer it. She doesn't have to say, oh, let me go check with a colleague, or I'm not 100% certain, or anything like that. And in the span of two or three minutes, she can roll through what glycemic index is in a way right. that when you hear it, you go, oh, I understand what that is. So why why is it possible for some people to do it and some people not to do it? It's not... I mean, it's not rocket science. I don't want to overuse a stupid phrase, but it's it's the idea that some foods hit harder or hit longer or hit shorter. That's, right. I mean, there. Now I just explained it in eight seconds. And would have been great to know right then. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right. Um, <laughs> and so I think the bigger problem is, and not to joke about it, not everyone's a great communicator. That that really sometimes begins to be the issue. It's like you could be sitting across from a CDE or a doctor or something, anybody who really does 100% legit understand what they're saying, and they're just not very good at explaining it to you. Right. And you wonder if that wasn't your situation. If that person who said pre-ball is 15 minutes had all those other thoughts in their head and just didn't. Yeah, couldn't, didn't, wouldn't, shouldn't, like whatever reason couldn't get it. Ran out of time. Yeah. Yep. Oh, geez. Look at the time. Get out of here. <laughs> Oh, by the way, don't eat macaroni and cheese or pizza. What? Not goodbye. And <laughs> yes. yeah, would have been nice even if you would have got that. Because you probably, did you fall on that thing where like, oh, this is working? And then you kind of, right. you got all like, I was going to say cocksure is not actually something that needs to be bleeped out. That's a real word, right? <laughs> so you got all like full of yourself. I'll probably end up bleeping it out anyway, just I'm not 100% sure. But um, you got all full of yourself and you're like, let's do this now. And Right. Yeah, yeah we, you know, we were starting to figure things out. We're pre-bolusing, got the Dexcom, you know, our lines were looking good. And then it went, went south. <laughs> Arden's first of two seizures when she was really like just diagnosed, like, you know, she was still like two and a half years old, mm -hmm. definitely came from that. Like where I was just like, this is easy. Why did people make a big deal out of this? We should try Chinese food. <laughs> <laughs> Someone call nine one one. How does the right. how does the glucagon work? Um, uh -huh. it, it seriously was like that, um, and it was really because things had gone so well that it just felt like, oh, this is easy. I, I did what they said and it worked. Except back then, imagine that her A one C was like eight and a half or nine, 
And I was still thinking like I was doing terrific because sort of that's what they told me was okay. Right. You know, so I had a really good feeling about it. I thought I was doing great. Now I look back in hindsight, I was doing terribly. I didn't understand any of it. And I should not have been in charge of giving a two and a half year old insulin for Chinese food. You know, it, that's exactly how we felt. We're like, what did we just do? Exactly. <laughs> and of course we correct. And then the mac and cheese hits and now we're 400 and <laughs> yeah. yeah. Drink a juice on top of the macaroni <laughs> and cheese. It's going to hit in a little bit. And then you would, you it, listen in a million years, would you have had the nerve to give her more insulin after that? Uh, not at that point. No, no. Right. Uh, so, no. <laughs> so you let it ride all the way up and sit there. Do you remember if you ever corrected it or did you just wait? For oh, I did. Yeah. Well, we had her running around, jumping on the trampoline. I'm like, what? It, it was, it was not budging. Um, <laughs> it took a while. I think that moment we're like, okay, we have, we know nothing about this. Mm-hmm. Do you, do you ever like, I, you know, you know, when people put voices into pets heads, like you're like, oh, my dog's thinking this right now. When kids yeah. are really little, I, you do the same thing. And there were times where I would look at Arden and think, she's got to be looking at me thinking, how did I get stuck with this idiot? <laughs> <You know? laughs> yeah. This guy is flat out going to kill me, but I can't reach the doorknob and I don't know how to drive the car. So I'm stuck hoping that he doesn't. And yeah. <laughs> yes. Which is really parenting, you know, on every level, it just gets a little amped up around diabetes. So let me ask you a question here. As I look through our correspondence back then from February, I see that I came in with some classic advice, which of course was not advice, even though we were not on the podcast. But I just said to you, I said, my thoughts are simple. Your A1C and your standard deviation are spectacular. I would not change what you're doing. Do not think twice about what anyone thinks of you. Follow your heart on this. Uh, what they've done will jack up your blood sugars. Excuse me. Uh, what they've done will jack up your blood sugars, have you bolusing constantly and cause lows. And then that was it. You kind of came back and thanked me for the response and everything. Um, and then I think, yeah, so you still looked a little like, you looked a little dicey in your next response. So I said, <laughs> hey, listen, you'll you'll be fine. You'll be fine. They probably set those safe limits for everyone, and they'll probably be thrilled if you figured it out and you don't need their help. Um, and then I, I said, I'm here if you get stuck. Now, here's my question. Were they thrilled or did they look at you cross? Oh, um, the first, the first one back. Okay. So, oh, I remember we went back and saw there's two or three endos in the office. I'm not sure. We typically just see the one. Um, but I, with the schedule, the next appointment was with a different endo that we normally see. Mm-hmm. And I don't think he had a, he'd never met us. <laughs> he just looked at the papers and we were out of there. Like it was a non-issue. <laughs> so. Oh really? Just, it, just, he <laughs> just at, scheduled with a different guy. <laughs> so. You're a, you're cagey. You, so, but yeah. so, but when you got there, were your numbers more like what you had prior to pumping by then? Yes, we had dropped. I think at that point we came in and it dropped to about a 4.9. And and he he gave us some he wanted to change the correction factor or something and we smiled and nodded and said, "Okay, no problem." And 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 that was it. Yeah. And we left. I he didn't know us. He, we've never seen him since. <laughs> I wonder, kind of avoided the situation. So, I get this feeling sometimes like I I maybe I'm speaking out of school, but this is my interpretation. When Arden goes to the endo, you know, they come in the door and there's this like tension, like because they're running from room to room doing this thing over and over again, where they're yeah. probably having experiences where they're mostly going, oh my God, this person's like 
going to die. You, you know, like, <laughs> and I can't, I can't get through to them and I don't know what to say and blah, blah, blah. So there's just nervousness. When they come into our room, I see their shoulders relax. Everything becomes friendly. They're sitting down there and uh, we're sitting back in chairs instead of sitting yeah. forward in chairs. And we have this nice little conversation. Uh, how are things? Oh, they're good. What have you been up to? Uh, we changed this. Arden had this happen. Her period really was tough in this month, but we fought back, you know, blah, blah, blah. Then they usually look at me and they go, where do you expect her A1C to be? And I go, eh, I don't know. I always guess higher. Like, And then, yeah. and then Arden goes, he always thinks it's going to be higher. And then it comes in the room. They look at the paper and they go, all right, it's fine. Do you have any questions? Do you have any prescriptions? And then that's it. That's it. I, I yeah. always think like I'm there like providing them like with a 15 minute like vacation from <laughs> right. from the whole thing. Um, and I imagine what you said was similar. Like the guy probably came in and looked at the papers. It's like, Ooh, I don't have to do anything. Like, right. I, yeah. Five yeah. minute appointment <laughs> in and out. Here's your scripts. I'll see you later. Yes. Gotcha. What do you do? And, and then we've been back a couple of times since I believe and mm. two or three times and they were back to the original lady and she's very happy with, with how it's going and has no, no complaints and so Katie, I, I think has figured out that we know what we're doing fairly that's, safely. That's excellent. <laughs> so. That's excellent. I, I've scrolled down to the last time you sent me something and I realized, you know, I've talked more than I thought we had, but, um, but there's something really interesting here that I would love you for you to go over you, and, and tell people how you took care of it. But you had like incredible anxiety coming, like thinking of changing from MDI. Like, yes. Like, and, and was that, why was that? First of all, I just think we were comfortable. I just knew what, I knew what I was doing. The poor kid was getting, you know, six, eight, 10, 15 shots a day, depending. Um, but, but I knew what to expect. I knew what was going to happen. Uh, when I, we, she was going to eat a certain meal. I knew how to dose for it. I knew when the timing of when she needed those shots and it was just rolling. It was just working. And we're, we have, like you said, four kids. It's busy. We travel a lot. We're always out, out and about. We eat out a lot and it just, it worked. And so I was, I knew in the back of my mind how much more freedom we were going to have with this pump, but to go in and mess up everything I knew and had worked so hard to learn, um, made me really nervous. Yes. Yeah. And so it, 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 what you did was you tried to like educate yourself before doing it. Yes. Before okay. we, I did everything I could to listen to anything, any podcast that had anything to do with it. I read anything I could find, um, to learn, learn how I was trying to figure out, you know, okay, exactly what, what basal rate do we need to run based off what she's getting? So I already knew that going in what, what I wanted to set it with to start uh, with. And of course it was much higher than what they wanted to, but like I said, we fixed that right away um, and then have made made adjustments, you know, from that point, um, learning, listening. The pro tip series has helped a lot. Setting basal rates, we probably test those out once every week or two, two weeks or so, just to make sure we're still where we need to be. Plus, I find that especially if we test at night, she will <laughs> we have a lot less. We have a real flat line overnight normally. Mm -hmm. And I can sleep. So yeah, so so good those are my favorite nights. Yeah, to stay good to stay ahead of it, so that you can have those nights yeah. of sleep. By the way, I think there's research out now that says lack of sleep is um, a precursor to Alzheimer's, which has now got me worried. Well, I'm going to have that. Yeah, then. yeah. yeah I was yes. like, wow, geez, I better 
I better can I bank sleep? Like can I uh, can I get extra now? <laughs> but but your point is is if you keep ahead of those basils, and yes. then you get all that. I don't. It's like free time overnight where you right. just, you know, there's no, you know, for the most point. And your your daughter's younger too, so there's not a lot of there's not a ton of growth spurts going on yet. Like she's probably just growing pretty consistently and slowly, right. I would imagine. Yeah. And so this is a nice time. Like I always say, like steal your steal your A one C overnight. Definitely. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It's this. It's a third of the day where there's no food, no activity. Um. You know, and you can you can get great steady blood sugars that help offset when you do have a problem during the day. And then when you do have something happen during the day, you don't have to be like, oh my god. Like you still think, okay, well, I'll right. fi- I'll fix this and I'll get it back. But it's not the end of the world. This spike isn't going to take us to like a nine A1C. It's going to take us to a five and a half, maybe. And right. It, right. I uh, listen. No, we, we have day. I mean, she's, she's in school now. She's, you know, we, we have things happen in the day. We, we will spike every now and again and lose control, but uh, we do get it back. And, and even, even those don't, they don't seem to affect the A1C much and they don't, even our standard deviation is fine. Um, and we do mess up. Like we miss (laughs) a lot. Of course. Oh no, yeah, I I don't think that um I don't think anybody doesn't honestly. I I do, and Arden, you know, sometimes is like, oh, what'd you say about insulin? I didn't do that, <laughs> you know, like that. That still that still happens. It happens to it happens to everybody. You should probably expect it to happen. You should not get comfortable with it and then just let it go. But you should expect it to happen, and y- you can't like freak out. You sort of have to keep going. Um, I think this is you really did something kind of special here because you may not believe it because it's just your life. I mean, you believe it because it happened to you, but this is such a common feeling for people. The idea of change in general is difficult. Um, the idea of changing from something that you really have a handle on that, that to me is just like downright frightening. Like I, you used the word anxiety. I would, I would have been scared. Like when we moved to a pump, I was excited because it's not like we were having some great success on MDI. You know, I, I right. you, you're doing, you did with MDI a million times better than I, on my best day with MDI ever accomplished for Arden. So, um, I mean, you had that going. I was just like, yeah, great. Let's try something else. Cause this sucks. Um, yeah. but it, it didn't suck as much as I sucked. Honestly. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, seriously. I mean, there, there's no, no, you know, back then, I mean, no, we didn't have a CGM, we had a meter. God knows how accurate it was or wasn't. And I really wish people could like feel like Arden's diabetes supplies were a vial of insulin, a couple of syringes, test strips, and this meter that was like an inch and a half long and an inch wide. Ugh. That's what we carried with us. That was the whole entirety of it. Yeah. So, you know, and it, go ahead, go crazy, see what you can do. And what you could do was what, you know, what we did, which was count the carbs, put the insulin in, wait a little bit, eat, wait, test, wait, test, inject, put her around for a nap, ask her to go run around, you know, right. pray that time would stand still so the next meal wouldn't come up again. And or they want know, a snack. <laughs> like, you've maybe no idea how many times in my life I've thought in my head or mumbled out loud, oh God, she's going to eat again. Yeah, like, oh, she's hungry. And you look at the clock and you go, of course she is. I'm hungry too. It's noon. It's five, you know, but it just felt like, oh dear God, it's time to eat again. Like this can't just keep happening over and over, can it? Like it has to stop at some point. 
and it didn't, you know. And I think when when she was diagnosed so young, I the anxiety hit right then that oh my gosh, she's going to have all these complications. Who you know, diabetes her whole entire life basically, and so that fear of high numbers almost like set in right away. And so that we you know I'd see anything over one twenty, and I'm freaking out, yeah. and we got to get this down. And um, so I think that kind of drove the that in almost killing her with mac and cheese to, to get on the, get on the research and start listening and finding you and, and figuring out what, what we could do to get a handle on this. I still think we, we have moments of, of honeymoon, like spurts of days when usually kind of comes in twos or threes mm-hmm. when her pancreas decides to work and we fight lows, but a lot randomly, but yeah. they, uh, and then it passes and we're back to the old, old settings. But I think, one of the main tips we got early on in the podcast when, when we started listening was, you know, we could catch a falling blood sugar so easily then sit and stare at that, that high number for all night. Yep. And so once we learned and we're comfortable with like, Hey, juice works or these jelly beans will work. Uh, then we really, that's when we could, could kind of go in and hone in on all those numbers. And, and if, if it was too much, it was too much and we fixed it. Yeah. Uh, and and she's fine. That's excellent. That happened to us last night, really. Arden, like, because the the girls don't have school the rest of the week, uh, it started with, hey, Bella's going to come home with me after school. And I was like, yeah, sure, Bella will come home. And then I went upstairs to work on my presentation for this weekend. I'm doing a, you know, by the time this comes up, it'll have been six months ago. But I basically am going to do my JDRF talk with an extended Q&A locally. So okay. uh, like this free thing for people. And we've got like 50 people coming already just from the podcast, just saying out loud on the podcast, which was really cool. And so yeah. I'm, I'm putting my presentation together and everything. And uh, I see a car pull up and now Nadia is here. And so I'm like, okay, I see where this is going. And then I hear, <laughs> I hear some, I hear this bang, 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 bang loudness. And I'm like, that's Sanjana. Like, so like I can tell her friends as they're coming in. Right. So now, <laughs> so now in my mind, I'm going Arden, Arden, I brought Bella home. I saw, uh, Danielle uh, or, uh, Nadia come in. So I can hear Sanjana. And then sure enough, Olivia came in. I was like, yeah, they're all here now. And so I'm like, everyone's here, which now means we're on the hook for dinner. Like I knew that uh. I'm like, oh, we're gonna have to feed these girls. So I get the, the call from downstairs. Like, you know, I'm, you know, can you come down? I come down and, and Kelly's down there and she's like, we're trying to figure out what to get the girls to eat. And I was like, yeah. And she goes, it's between pizza and Chinese. And I said, well, Chinese is more expensive. So get pizza. And that was my first <laughs> yeah. thought. I was like, buying all these girls Chinese takeout is going to cost like $200 and pizza will be 35 bucks. So we're going right. to get pizza. Uh, I've made the decision for everybody. Congratulations. And the girls are just nodding along. They really don't care. That's the the key, by the way, for any of you people out there, you new parents who are like all into giving p- kids choices. They don't care. And so I was like, all right, so pizza. And then it comes home and we bolused heavily, heavily for it. And because there were fries and there were pizza, I saw broccoli was there. And then I'm like, oh, they're good. There's some vegetables. And then, you know, like there was a cheesesteak and people were cutting up into little slivers. So I'm like, I don't know what's happening. So I was like really aggressive with with it. And maybe like an hour later, she was just right at like 73. And I was like, this is not going to hold. Like, I, I know it's not going to hold. Right. right. Like, so the minute it tried to drift down, I had seen these. Um, They must have gone to the grocery store, all of them together. There was this big bucket of eclairs in the, like, they're oh. like little miniature eclairs. 
Um, this were a lot, two of these girls have their period right now. Just, I won't say which ones. And, um, and so I was I'm like, sure they'll thank you. You think? And I was like, so I see what's happening here. Right. So I just texted Arden. and I was like, why don't you grab a couple of those eclairs? Cause they're little tiny ones. And, um, and she's like, okay, she ate them. And I think maybe 20 minutes later when I didn't see it move the way I wanted it to off of the food, we like, I was like, Hey, kill the basil for like a little while, you know, and let's see what we can do here. Like turn insulin off for a little bit. So she did. Right. And then we caught it and it was good. And uh. it, like, it never got low, but it, it's what you were talking about. Like, I'd rather stop a low than a high. Like I was just like, obviously too aggressive, but right. not that over and crazy. Like with all that spread of food out there, had she just eaten six more bites of something else, I would have been right. Right. You know what I mean? Like, so I'd rather play in that pool than the one that, uh, the one that, that has us at 250 or 300 all the time and scampering around giving extra insulin and all that. Right. And we definitely on heavy carb like that. I'm like, eh, tack on a little more than I think it is just, just to be safe. Yeah. Yeah. And then we'll, we'll fix that if we need it. And it's, it, we've had to convince the, the, I guess, nurse, I don't, whoever's at her school, we're working with her that that is, definitely the better way to go than yeah, she always wants to back off on insulin. I'm like, no, no, add a few more. Yeah. Let's add another half unit to that. Oh, I hear what you're saying, but I'm just going to reach over here with my foot and stomp on your foot right on the yeah. gas pedal. And there we go. Keep going. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> don't you don't want to go down that road. <laughs> yeah. If we're going to get low, I'm going to make her low. It isn't going to happen by mistake. <laughs> right. <laughs> I, and actually too, it's funny because I'm now thinking about my presentation. That is really something that I talk about. When you know, when I only have an hour to take a person who's never heard me before and put them in the head of the podcast, like there are certain things that I that I I hit on, and one of them one of them is I'm just like you have to be aggressive, like you 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 need to punch first, like yeah. you know because at least what happens next you know you did, right right. right. I always kind of put it into boxing terms. I'm like you know if if you get into a fight. And you curl up into a defensive position, you put the other person in charge. Like you're putting the you're putting the insulin and the food and the carbs in charge. Like it's making the decisions. I'm like, at least if you swing with that with that bolus and you hit first and you're wrong and you get lower, you know you caused that. Like you have caused an effect. I did this and that happened. So now I know how to right. fix it, which is what I did last night with Eclairs. So I was like, oh, I know what I did wrong. I'll just add this, that will fix that. But had I backed off or been like, you know, aired on the side of caution, then all of a sudden that arrow is going up, the blood sugar is jumping up. I don't know why. Like, like I have no idea why. I don't know how do I, how much more what people ask that ask us all the time. We're like, well, how does you know more to correct with them? Like, I I don't know. Do you you actually say, I don't know more insulin because I don't know. (laughs) Yes. More, a lot more. (laughs) Two arrows up. Not good. Yeah. Yeah. Right. See you, Katie, you are like my Luke Skywalker in this situation. I'm Yoda. So you, you really are talking the way I talk about it. You're like, I don't know more. Two arrows, bad. <laughs> <laughs> well, we moved. So we were living in Houston. We saw the end of one time and moved and then didn't see anyone for six months. So your the podcast was how we learned to take care of diabetes. So oh, I'm, I'm, I'm both grateful and sorry. That's <laughs> yes. We, uh, you know, there was, okay. My husband's like, you want to do what from you heard it on a what? <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I think it's going to work. <laughs> he has a kid. <laughs> You, she was probably like, you look so stable when I married you. I didn't realize <laughs> right. like what was coming, but 
you're not in charge of the kids anymore. The podcast guy says <laughs> this is what to do. Listen, um, I don't know if you realize this or not, sweetie, but that man had to buy a microphone and have a computer <laughs> to get these thoughts to me. So uh, it was he's really all in on it. Uh, yeah. At, at that point, when you were listening to the podcast, I was on a $200 microphone. So the, my entire in on the podcast was $400. Uh, so it cost me $400 to uh, tell you how I used uh, insulin at that time. Um, it works. I, yeah, but I'm saying my point is I had no, like I could have been a lunatic. Right. Right. <laughs> and we had juice boxes. I was ready. <laughs> you really are. This is the greatest thing ever. Now I realize why you're on the podcast, because as I looked through our notes at the end, we ended up speaking back then on the phone. Yes. So something happened on that phone call. And by the way, I don't want to seem blase about this because I really am not, but I do really talk to a lot of people. And so I'm not going to lie to you this morning. I looked and I was like, Katie, 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 don't remember. Um, and, yeah. and, and I tried really hard. I, I, as Katie was getting online, I'm like, hey, where did you reach out to me at first? She told me. I was like, oh, maybe I can find it there. And I started looking. But these conversations, like yours and mine, I'm sitting here now, even though I don't fully recollect it. I believe that I must have had such a good time talking to you on the phone that I the last thing I must have said to you was you should come on the podcast. I think so. Yeah. But yeah. So and I was right because you're delightful and this is a good episode. Uh, I can tell. I've been doing this a while. Trust me. I don't know. By 53 minutes in when they're not going right, I'm like, uh oh, I'm gonna have to edit the hell out of that one. Uh, but <laughs> but but no, seriously, that's never happened. Um, and I'm actually I'll probably edit that out because I don't want people to think that happened. But. Um, <laughs> But nevertheless, it really is, it's very, like, to me, you're like the regular, you're like the regular version of Jenny to me. And I'll, and I'll tell you why. Because when I first had Jenny on the show, and she was just on as a guest, when I got off, I thought, oh, I love the way she talks about this. And, you know, yeah. you could say that that's ego because she talks about it the way I do. And I just liked it because she, <laughs> because she was saying what I was saying. But I love right. I love your attitude. Like just now when you said that, you're like two hours up. Uh oh, it's almost like I wish you could hear it in my head. It's not even like words. I just hear the I see the arrows and my brain goes eh, and I'm like, oh yeah, insulin. How much? Yeah. How much? I don't know more. <laughs> yeah, wait, a lot more. <laughs> yeah. Oh, a lot more. It's moving really quickly. Do it again. You have no idea how many times I've because Arden's bigger now, so she uses more insulin than you know, right. in the past. The other day I saw um. I was like, I got a diagonal up. She got a diagonal up arrow. And I was like, I texted her. I'm like, hey, you got to put in this much insulin. And she's like, all right, I did it. She put it in. And five minutes later, the change that happened with the with the number, I was like, ooh, that wasn't enough. Yeah, you know, 20 right, point jump. Yeah. So I texted her back and I was like, you know, do do more. And here's how much more. And she goes, the other bolus is still going in. I was like, well, when it's done... <laughs> put this in, right? And she's like, you're a pain. I'm like, I'm not a pain. It's not me that ate the muffin, but I don't say any of that. I just go, yes, I'm a pain, sweetie. I'm so sorry. And, you know, I apologize. And, uh, yeah. and, and there's more, put more in. And then she's like, she actually said to me, she goes, this seems like a lot. And I went, it is. And if we're wrong, we'll, we'll try to trade it off for basil later. You, right. You know, and, and that's it. Well, she, our, our little one, she runs around the neighborhood with the friends and the phone and it, we see stuff like that. We're like, oh, it's going up. Come back. We'll bolus her. And she runs back off. And we've had to do that five minutes later. Call her back. She's like, oh. <laughs> so, <laughs> I just ran yeah. back here. <laughs> <laughs> yes. We, you know, but with Dexcom, she, you know, she 
can run off. She goes off with we we can't text her. She can't really read, but we can call her and <laughs> and we can get she'll do what she needs to do. So we've also taken that aspect and put it to work. You ever just look her in the face and be like, I need you to learn to read pretty quick here. Yeah. <laughs> if I send a red dot, eat a Skittle. Yeah. <laughs> so. Do you guys do stuff like that? Yes. Oh, that's brilliant. Excellent. We've got some, some oh. codes. Yeah. Yeah. Red dot is Skittles. Yep. So you use that in a moment when you're like, oh, crap, she's going to die before I get to her? Uh, Yeah, we'll call in that situation. But <laughs> Hi, sweetie. Yeah. Uh, tell Billy to be quiet. I want to say something really important right now. Drink yeah. the entire juice. Shut your basil off. Eat all the Skittles. <laughs> Mommy's running towards you right now. <laughs> we'll, we'll send one of the older kids with a Capri Sun. We're like, hey, meet her out in the middle of the road. <laughs> That's, Stand there and drink that's it. That's brilliant. Your children are like carrier pigeons for diabetes. Yes, yes. They don't love it, but you know. <laughs> they don't love it. <laughs> it works. <laughs> Do you love paying for their clothes and boarding and food? No. No. <laughs> to take the damn Capri Sun and run up the street with it. Yes, yeah. go. <laughs> you know what? That's a lot easier than going to work and buying mashed potatoes and making them and then watching you not eat all of them. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Exactly. Because that'll make a person murderous, just in case you're buying your shoes you decide you don't like. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh, my feet got bigger again. I'm like, you are lying. You don't (laughs) like them now that you got them home. You know you can't cop to it. You're like, these are tight. I know it's happening. Oh, they're horrible. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Okay. You and I get along great. Yeah. This is nice. Um, Did you come see me when I was in the, when I spoke there two years ago? In. Cincinnati? Yeah, wasn't I there? Yes, we had just moved here. And so that was that was kind of how we learned. Is that how you learned about the podcast? Uh, yeah, I think so. Wow, look at you. I love that you kind of don't know your life. I know. Yeah. It, it's a blur the last few years. I, I've, never, I've never said this to anybody. Like, I've never been overtly like sexual at all on the podcast with anybody because I'm married and so are you. But it's hot a little bit how you don't know what's exactly happening. I don't know how to put that <laughs> another way. <laughs> too many kids, too much going on. <laughs> Kate, you know what it is? I realize it now. You seem like you have a drink and a half in you. <laughs> like, that's what <laughs> And I don't drink. <laughs> like you, you know what I mean. Like you're, you're. It's like you've given up just a little bit. <laughs> yes. Well, because it's either that or I don't know what, but not good. <laughs> no, I, I genuinely believe. I genuinely believe that it, it's very healthy. I mean, not not the not the drinking, uh, but the um, the that that kind of feeling like you just have to let some of it go. Like I, yes. I like that you don't have recollection on everything. Like I seriously mean that. I, I'm similar in that I. I don't hold on to things like too tightly. And no. And you I guess usually when you guys are listening to this, you have no idea that it's not easy for me to like sit down and really go, Oh, all right, that is what happened. Here's what happened next. My brain really is a little more like freewheeling. And so right. I'm impressed with myself when I when I can tell a story and when I get done, I'm like, Oh, that is what happened. I didn't even have to make up I didn't even make up anything there at all. Um Well, it kind of is bad in the middle, you know, you get done with a meal that you've made all these adjustments and and it worked out really well. And I'm like, now how much did I give there for that? And like, I don't even know. That oh, Arden's, <laughs> Arden's so like that. Like sometimes I'll just be like, Hey, what's it asking for? And she'll put it in. And then five minutes later, I'll be like, how much went in? She goes, I didn't look. <laughs> right. I don't know. <laughs> I'm like, you didn't even see it when you pushed the button. She goes, I did, but I don't remember. And I was like, okay. And to, yeah. me, to me a little bit, that's a comfortable, um, healthy sort of vibe around diabetes. Like you're not constantly running around with numbers in your head all the time. 
And, you know, it's one of the biggest things right. like, like it's from this presentation that I'll start giving, you know, all over the place. I'm going to tell people like everything I just said probably seems incredibly complex and time consuming to you, but it really only is not, it, it's not. Yeah. No. In the beginning, maybe a little bit, but then boom. Although, right. Although in fairness, you and I appear to be the same person. So it's possible. <laughs> You're just like, wow, I found my doppelganger who already understands diabetes. I'll just right. do what he's doing. More insulin. That's all I need. I don't need a number. Like, <laughs> more. By the way, tell, more. tell your husband, I agree with him. You're, yeah. you were insane to listen to me. <laughs> so. Well, and the school nurse, it's funny because the pump, I guess, has a carb ratio in it. And she, I have to send her the number of carbs in the lunch or whatever yeah. um, to put in. And, and I have no idea. I just know how many units the the lunch will take. And so I'm having to do calculations now going, okay, well, I would give it this many units. How many carbs is that? So I can send the lady how many carbs to put in to the pump. Yeah. So I don't, I don't know how to think of it that way. My, like, my, I don't know. <laughs> Just give her two units. <laughs> yeah. Please, please stop. I'll tell you that is, um, that it really is. It's heartwarming to me. <laughs> I want you to listen, all of you do what Katie's doing. If you can, <laughs> so, yeah. she's exactly picked up what I've put down, uh, to use the seventies vernacular. Um, I really am like super, like it's embarrassing after talking to you for this hour that I didn't remember talking to you before. Like I feel badly about that now that it's, oh, that's okay. now that it's happening. Um, but really, really amazing. Like how, how you did this is astonishing. Like, can I ask like what your daughter's A1C is right now? Um, the, we just went in October and she was 4.8. Jesus. With that this, one. Do you let her eat or is she, she's eating? She eats all the time. Yeah. And no, no restrictions to her? No, no restrictions. And she eats this on Fridays at school. They have a, uh, they call it a snack cart. It is a dessert bar. Mm-hmm. <laughs> why they bar, have this. moving dessert bar. <laughs> I feel like she, she has her popsicle with lunch every Every uh, Friday at school, she eats, I mean, nothing but carbs, I feel like. Um, but she's, we, you know, we're, we are, she's good about ordering of foods, you know, eat the protein first. And, and so that's kind of been ingrained in her. We don't have to tell her to, she just does it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, but just insulin, we just keep it, keep it coming. Wow. <laughs> so. That's really, I seriously, you're, this is very, it's, I mean, we joked around a lot in this hour, but this is incredibly yeah. commendable. Like I, that you picked this all up this quickly and put it into play and came overcame the anxiety of the switch from MDI to pumping and, you know, shared this with everybody. I think this is really cool because I think, you know, what I'm, what I'm going to say to the people listening is, is that like Katie's vibe is the goal. You know what I mean? Like if you can get somewhere near this, this is going to be a healthy way to roll through life with type one, I think. Right. And it doesn't, it does not take time. I mean, it did at first, like you said, but we don't think about it. We glance at my phone, send a text, give her a call, whatever we need to do. And I don't think, I don't think she has any idea that her life is much different with, with diabetes. She eats, we pre-bullish, she doesn't even know it. I mean, I just run and hit her whenever I need. I know it's about 20 minutes before we're going to eat. Um, I, I don't think she even is aware of of the inconvenience this could be to her. She has no idea. Yeah. You're like Diabetes Wonder Woman. <laughs> no. Well, <if> you, <laughs> but like I said, we miss. We screw up. Don't get me wrong. Has but. to be. I mean, I don't know how you wouldn't. Like, it's, such a, yes. it's such an up-in-the-air thing that, you know, every once in a while, you just not, you know, yeah. get it right, you know. 
But oh my god, seriously. So I look. I'm I'm gonna go because if I don't, I'm gonna I'm gonna ask you to leave your husband and come meet me somewhere. <laughs> sure. Because I'm just right. like, really like Katie and I. You know what would end up happening, right? Is like two weeks into it, we'd be so similar that we'd get nothing accomplished, have no ability to make money, and have to like leave. <laughs> what did we do yesterday? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it would just be a, a complete disaster. Like like five seconds. I was, yeah. Oh my god, my wife so counterbalances all of my stupidity. <laughs> <laughs> gotta have someone different <laughs> oh my god absolutely katie seriously i really appreciate you doing this thank you so very much well thank you and thank your your wife and and arden and just for put it letting i mean everything being put out there it it really helps other people so i appreciate them for for letting you <laughs> put their life out there how do you know they're le- how do you know i'm le- that maybe they're maybe they're locked in a closet i, I can tell <laughs> <laughs> no Maybe they don't really exist. Maybe I'm just really good at making up what diabetes is like. And our whole, yeah, we base our whole daughter's <laughs> medical care <laughs> off of it. <laughs> By the way, I that would be a fantastic uh, review for the podcast. If you... <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'd appreciate that if that popped up online somewhere. I'd be oh, like, go yeah. leave that. <laughs> Doctors. Huh. I just listened to this guy I rando met on the internet. <laughs> Don't need an endo. Yeah. Never set eyes on him before. He might not even be real. It's hard to tell. Uh, he says he has a daughter, but, you know, he doesn't really share pictures of her. She might not exist. <laughs> but it works. Uh, trust me. She's here. I can feel the anxiety in my spine from her being alive every day. So. Every day. Yes. <laughs> All right. All right. Well, Have thank you. Day. Thank you so you much. You too. I really appreciate Bye. it. Huge thanks to Katie for being a good sport and sharing a very real story about what it's like to move to an insulin pump. Thanks also to Dexcom, makers of the G6 Continuous Glucose Monitor, and of course, Arden's Insulin Pump, the Omnipod. Get your free no-obligation demo of that wonderful tubeless insulin pump today at myomnipod.com forward slash juicebox. The Diabetes Pro Tip episodes are at diabetesprotip.com or right there in the feed of your podcast player. Thanks so much for listening. I'll see you soon.